0: This is Pet Life Radio, Let's Talk Pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about things you need to know around the upcoming holiday, July 4th, when it comes to your dog and cat. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, Dr. Justine Lee. You know what I love? I love my cat Lola because she is so tolerant of my human kid, who's a toddler, whenever he tries to pick her up. But you know what I don't love? Cleaning up after a Lola's litter box, which is why Arm Hammer created new cloud Control litter. There's no clouds of nasties when I scoop. It's 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New cloud Control cat litter by Arm Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. the ER vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and today we're talking about July 4th dangers. Now, I'm always excited for this holiday because it means that summertime is here. Today, we're going to be talking about the risk of fireworks and some of the picnic barbecue dangers that can pose a threat to your dog or cat. Now, most pet owners are aware of the potential dangers of fireworks. They know their dog or cat may be really nervous from all the sound. And I'm going to tell you about this because I want you to talk to your veterinarian about options that you have to help decrease the anxiety to your dog and cat if people are lighting off fireworks in your neighborhood. Thankfully, most of the time, we rarely see thermal injuries from direct contact from a lit firework in the ER vet. Most of the danger is by accidental firework ingestion when your dog eats a firework or from the noise phobia or anxiety from exploding lit fireworks. If you are going to light fireworks, please make sure to keep your dog and cat indoors. We never want to leave them unattended around fireworks because again, they can become accidentally poisoned or injured. So let's talk about why fireworks are potentially harmful to pets. Yes, Dogs will try to eat fireworks, both used fireworks and unlit fireworks. I become worried as a veterinary emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist because there are some hazardous chemicals within those fireworks. It often includes coloring agents, dangerous heavy metals, sulfur and oxidizing agents such as potassium nitrate. Many of the fireworks also contain dense cardboard, which can result in a foreign body obstruction if your dog accidentally ingests it. Not only can it cause stomach upset, but it can cause vomiting, drooling, a painful abdomen, bloody diarrhea, not eating, lack of defecation, breathing harder, and in rare cases, if your dog ate a lot of the heavy metals, it can result in neurologic signs such as tremors, seizures, or rarely even kidney injury or jaundice. Thankfully, I rarely see dogs ingesting a lot of fireworks. But if you own a Labrador retriever, just be aware sometimes they want to ingest it. Now, if your dog just got into unlit fireworks, when in doubt, call your ER vet, your veterinarian, or the ASPCA animal poison control center at 888-426-4435 for life saving advice. If your dog ate it recently, within an hour, and isn't showing any clinical signs, I usually recommend inducing vomiting at home, and sometimes we can do that with hydrogen peroxide. Thankfully, the prognosis for ingestion of unlit fireworks is pretty good, as long as we can treat it right away. Now let's talk about the other risk of fireworks, thermal injury. We never want a dog or cat to be outside when fireworks are being lit, because it can cause severe burns to the face, nose, lips. Eyelids or eyes, or even the inside of the mouth. Thankfully, most cats will totally leave fireworks alone, but the really curious dog may go after a lit firework. So please make sure to keep your dog away from those lit fireworks. The next important aspect I wanted to talk about fireworks is the noise factor. Now, dogs and cats hate the noise of fireworks. So I always make sure to close up the house, turn on the air conditioner, and keep your pet inside while the festivities occur outside. I elect to put my dog and cat in the most soundproof room, farthest away from the noise. So typically that's the basement or my bedroom. Keep the room dark and close all the windows to minimize the sound. I also like to use some type of white noise, whether or not it's a TV a radio, a window air conditioner, a ceiling fan, you can also provide your dog some entertainment, such as a stuffed Kong or some type of treat just to distract them. The third thing I like is some type of thundershirt dog jacket for anxiety. This will gently squeeze your dog and make them feel really secure. And some dogs respond really well to this to help reduce anxiety. If you know your dog has some type of noise phobia, I want you to talk to your veterinarian sooner than later because there's a lot of medications that we can use at home once we prescribe them to you to help your dog if your dog has fear or anxiety, secondary to noise stimulation. Now, a lot of people don't even know what signs of noise aversion their dog may be showing. Most of the time, it's gonna be trembling, shaking, holding the ears back, hiding, Panting, acting really clingy, pacing or acting really restless, whining or whimpering or even barking, being hypervigilant, in other words, always looking around constantly, cowering, lip licking or yawning, trying to escape, or rarely chewing or destroying furniture or walls. If your dog shows any of these signs, these are classic signs for noise aversion. So whether or not it's from fireworks, or storms, please talk to your veterinarian about options that we have. There's several options out there. The first option that's out there is an FDA approved medication called Cilio. This is a sedative used in veterinary medicine called dexmedetomidine. And now it's available as an oral mucosal gel that owners can use on their dog's gums at home. You have to give it ample time to work. In other words, you wanna give it typically an hour before the fireworks start, or before that storm happens, because it needs time to kick in. Another option that you can use is a drug called Trazodone. While humans use that for insomnia this is used for anxiety in dogs there also are a lot of benzodiazepine or valium like drugs that will use in dogs and cats you never ever want to give these medications without talking to your veterinarian and you never want to give your human medications to your dog or cat without consulting a veterinarian that's because some dogs and cats will have rare rare reactions and it can be really dangerous so always check with your veterinarian first so When it comes to July 4th dangers, please make sure to keep your dog or cat safe from fireworks, either exposure by directly ingesting them, being exposed to the thermal injury, or just from the noise of it. We'll continue with this really important topic about July 4th dangers right after these messages from our sponsors. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Petliferadio.com. Welcome back to ER Event on Pet Life Radio. We've been talking about how to keep your dog or cat safe over July 4th. Please make sure that you keep them indoor, that you're keeping them away from accidentally eating the fireworks, that you're preventing them from being exposed to the lit fireworks, and that you're preventing them from hearing the fireworks, if possible, by making sure to keep them in a quiet, dark room, or if your dog has severe noise phobia, to make sure to sedate them with appropriate medication from your vet. Now, there's a few other dangers I wanted to talk about that are associated with July 4th. Everybody's out barbecuing or picnicking on this holiday. And if you bring your dog, there are a few picnic dangers that you must, must, must keep out of reach. What specifically am I talking about? The dangers of corn on the cob. Now, most people don't even think about corn on the cob, but corn on the cob is actually a very dangerous foreign body obstruction because it does not show up well on x-ray. And the size of the cob is the perfect size to obstruct your dog's intestines. I've actually seen dogs that have needed emergency surgery because their intestines have ruptured from corn on the cob. So if you're having a picnic, please make sure that your dog is leashed and that people aren't feeding your dog or that your dog isn't getting into the garbage by accident. So corn on the cob is a big, big no, no. A few other picnic dangers that I worry about are anything fattening. So if you're grilling, you want to make sure not to give your dog any rich or fatty meats. A lot of people will give that fatty gristle on the side of the steak. And there are some dogs that can get severe pancreatitis from this. Now, I'll admit, I let my dog lick the food off my plate after I'm done eating. But really rich and fatty meats can actually cause inflammation of the gastrointestinal tract, what we call gastroenteritis. So sometimes we'll see vomiting or diarrhea from it. Now, certain breeds of dogs like the miniature schnauzer, the Yorkshire terrier, and the Shetland sheepdog are very predisposed to pancreatitis is inflammation of the pancreas and it can result in severe vomiting diarrhea abnormal fluid accumulation in their abdomen salt imbalance severe pain so please if you have those three dog breeds or if you're about to picnic please make sure to keep those fatty rich meat scraps away from your dog other picnic dangers include xylitol I've talked about this on a previous episode on ER vet, but this natural sugar-free sweetener is found in just about everything. So if somebody baked, you want to make sure to ask, does this contain xylitol? I've had one German shepherd that went into liver failure from just eating eight muffins made with xylitol. Xylitol is super safe for cats and humans, but unfortunately in dogs, it results in an abnormal insulin level. And as a result, it's gonna cause a life-threateningly low blood sugar. In really high doses, it can cause liver failure, clotting abnormalities, elevation of the liver blood tests, and even jaundice. So you always wanna make sure to keep xylitol out of reach. The last picnic danger that I worry about, grapes and raisins. When it comes to grapes and raisins, we don't know the toxic dose. There is no known established dose. Nowadays, for grapes and raisins, there used to be a dose. But what we've discovered is we think that grape and raisin poisoning in dogs is what we call idiosyncratic. That's a fancy way of saying we have no idea. And so I will admit, I used to pill my childhood dog, his medication in a green grape every day of his life, and he never had any issues with it. But what we do know at the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center is that 50% of dogs do develop problems when they get into grapes and raisins. Typically, they'll vomit within a few hours, but it can progress to acute kidney injury and severe damage to the kidneys. So it's always best to avoid exposure to grapes and raisins to dogs or even cats. When it comes to July 4th, I want you to enjoy the holiday, but please make sure to keep your four-legged family members safe. Remember, keep them away from fireworks. Make sure if you're taking them on a picnic that you avoid corn on the cob or feeding them any type of fatty or rich meat. Make sure to keep xylitol and grapes and raisins out of that picnic basket. When in doubt, if you think your dog or cat ate something poisonous, call your veterinarian, your ER vet, or the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center for life-saving advice. And please make sure to call your veterinarian in advance before July 4th to talk to them about different medications or sedatives to decrease that noise phobia in your dog. Do not do this the week of July 4th. It's too late by then because they oftentimes need to examine your dog. That's because some of these medications cannot be used if your dog has abnormal blood pressure or heart murmur. So please call sooner than later in order to make sure you can talk to your veterinarian about how to minimize any kind of noise aversion from July 4th. And with that, have a wonderful July 4th. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me at drjustinelee at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.